<laughs> and we're back with another episode of Almost Single. Yo! <laughs> whoa. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Hello, people. <laughs> Hello, beloved listeners. Um, it's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. The last episode we talked about uh, Rare and uh, we let off some steam talking about uh, buys we regretted. Yeah, like games yeah. we regret buying. Yeah. This game is pro- like oh, sorry, this episode, not a game. This episode <laughs> is going to be focusing on uh, what kind of games we would make if ourselves if we were to make a game. Should we say that we, what we do for a living, could easily be applied one way or the other? Yeah, into making a game. I think that's a okay. That's a good introduction, like to this episode. So, like as <laughs> most of our listeners. 100% of our listeners already know because they know us. <laughs> yeah, guys, what do you do for a living? Yeah. Phil, especially you. <laughs> survive. <laughs> day by day, survive. One day at a time. <laughs> hey, careful with NDAs, my friend. <laughs> um, so we all work in the visual effects industry, as we know before. Visual effects leans on computer graphics. Loads of overlapping technology. Mm-hmm. Phil has the background as a game designer. Like he has studied game design we all are familiar with the some way or another how to like script and do code so mm-hmm. yeah and both in you our ambitious minds we think we have it in us to make a game and right you and me are interested in writing as well yeah right one way or the other we like yeah. that aspect of yeah. it i also enjoy like the um, i enjoy making music as well so mm-hmm. like we, i think i think if i were to say what we lack to make a good game what would that uh, be art like strong like mm. art like or are you are you good point. at are you good at no. drawing or painting i don't think i am and yes we would need a level designer maybe of some sort or maybe, maybe a concept may, artist may, yeah concept artist i think we could but, design um, i think i could design a good level but yes. i can't i can't make a pretty level i can yeah. uh, i can think i could probably design yeah but I, it, yeah but i think still combined we, we could have, at least start yeah, yeah, making something. Yeah, and we'll ob- obviously what we make will be, will be adapted to what we can do, right? Yeah. But anyway, before we go too deep into it, what right. have you guys <laughs> been up to? Um, like, how's life been? Okay, so I, I'm going to leap in. Yeah. All right. Right. And uh, oh, we, all has, know about, face. we all know about my, my uh, quest for in- integrating my girlfriend into yeah. computer games. But strangely, it's taken a weird twisted turn of she hasn't been playing very much of Fallout 4 mm-hmm. but the more I've been watching of her made me want to get involved myself <laughs> <laughs> so now <laughs> I have made my own character you know a little weird thing that annoys me about Fallout 4 it kind of links onto the previous episode was I spent fucking ages making a fa- my face yeah, yeah like I never I'm do that Fallout anymore Fallout 4 I'm nuclear like I'm going to be really fucked up I'm going to have scars all over my face People that think I'm hideous, and then you go in the game, and you're having dialogue, and I have to, I have a comment about the dialogue, but I'll carry on. I'll do that in a minute. But it ha- it's meaningless. Mm. Like why don't they make a game where your face, your face is yeah, doesn't face, affect people. Would go, my god, you're like hideous. I'm not interested in you. Or yeah, something like I think, that. I think a good RPG game should acknowledge the fact that you're treated based on appearances. Like yeah, that's how life is for better or worse. Like if you look like a hobo people are going to treat you like a yeah. hobo like, i guess it's just very hard maybe. yeah and it might be controversial even. I, d- I don't think it's hard to make because i played a game called vampire the masquerade oh yeah amazing game and amazing you can choose game. different kinds of vampire well uh, 
well, a flawed game, but well, an intelligent game as well. And you could choose from the classic seductive vampire to the Nosferatu vampire. Where you, and you were so grotesque that you had to like live in the sewers. Yeah. And if you came out, you had this um, thing called like masquerade points, which was if you reveal yourself to the public, you have like three of them and then you get chased by vampires. I, I guess the difference in that is that you're describing classes rather than appearances. It's like in, it's the same. In, you in, still had the appearance. Yeah, of but it's like, like in Dragon Age, monster. you play as a dwarf or an elf. Yeah. Gameplay is different. Sure. Or a human or but whatever. But Fallout 4, it was like, you, it doesn't matter what you do with your face, you're going to yeah. always yeah, yeah. be... Whatever. And also, it really annoyed me about Fallout 4 that the dialogue is almost bizarrely complex. So, for example, you go and talk to the shopkeeper. She's this person who walks around the universe with a mutated camel, uh, a mutated cow. And she's like, do you want to trade? And you have four options. And one is... <laughs> Sounds like trade. a yes or no question to me. <laughs> yeah. Trade, maybe, no, or like it's an additional question that always leads to the back to this line of questions. Basically repeat what you just and said. And if you kind of do thing. maybe, you trade. If you go no, you don't trade. And if you trade, you trade. Why, why bother with maybe? And it happens in loads of the game. Maybe means nothing. It doesn't lead... It's not like Mass Effect where you might have another... Cu- more layers of conversation and fallout 4 has meaningless like consequences to your conversations it's just getting to a you know a, a point of making trade trading with someone or something like that and that kind of annoys me because it suffers from the same thing that skyrim suffers as well it it's vast and you have stuff to do but the story and the characters and yeah. the writing isn't to that level. Yeah. So I just want to finish on Fallout 4 because uh, I'm I'm really bored of it. But you still play it. I'm still playing it, but I'm bored of it. And I'm mainly only playing it because I really enjoy the building. Like you... Nice, classic. <laughs> um, I'm... I really enjoy you you go and meet other set settlements and like do an alliance and then you can build and you're like helping se- like some people are sad because they don't have water or protection and I'm enjoying going into the like wasteland collecting stuff because you can like go oh well we need more clay so you can like mark it and it will tell you stuff in the world that you need to like make more clay wow so you do that so you like stuff. scavenging building stuff and I've, I've completely forgotten about the main storyline because I'm just building beds. Well, the game is really <laughs> good at that. And it's really, I could just do this. And I was like, why don't they make a Walking Dead or a, or a zombie game where you, you're just surviving and there's no end point. You just don't want to die. Daisy role-playing yeah, server. Yeah, isn't that? Mm. <laughs> but, um, or maybe not as mm. much mechanics. Yeah. Anyway... Yeah. Sorry. No, that's fine. Carry good, on. Good that, story. That's the end. Uh, what have you been up to, Theo? Since? I've been um, so I've been playing Thimbleweed Park, the you, Ron Gilbert game, the Ron like Gilbert the legendary designer of the Monkey Island. Exactly. Games. Which uh, at some point went to Kickstarter. Yeah. Got a pretty decent amount of money for this yeah. game and made this um, point-and-click adventure, which is really inspired by Maniac Mansion, which yeah. I've never played. And it's just a really good old school 
adventure yeah. game yeah. with none of the annoying stuff that the LucasArts uh, games had. What's the annoying stuff that LucasArts Like um, sometimes trying multiple solutions, you know, randomly trying to combine right, items okay. or even death mechanics. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, LucasArts didn't have so much death mechanics too. That was more a Sierra adventure was thing. Was it? There was an in-joke in... Mon- Sorry to like stop you already. Mm-hmm. But like there was a joke in Monkey Island 1, I remember where you can go onto this cliff on the actual Monkey Island. If you went all the way to the end, the cliff will collapse and it would even mimic the graphics of the Sierra games, like this white box oh, came really? up with a text saying like, oh, you died, now we have to start from scratch. You, you could die on Maniac Mansion, for example. Okay. But anyway, it's just... For, with, uh, it's, it's, it's a really good game, but for some reason they, try, they really succeeded in making a game that doesn't quite look like the old games, but... It looks like how you remembered yeah. those mm-hmm. games to be like. Perfect. It's like your it's like your imagination of to from today of what those games were about, and it's just great. Also, it's a lot. It's yeah. Only you haven't played it. You you own it's on it. my radar. I own it. Yeah, it's really good. It I think costs fifteen pounds yeah. nowadays. I played it on the Switch. Mm-hmm. The Switch is an amazing console for that because you get to play. You know, I played it with my girlfriend as well, which is interesting. And Joe didn't have any nostalgia for yeah. that kind of game but she loved it and she loved the stories and the characters cool that, i think that says a lot as yeah, well for like she, the she, value of that game she's watching you play it and no contribute. we actually we actually we'll play it together sometimes she's actually using the right, game okay it's a bit of that kind of game anyway right like it doesn't that's like i think a point and click adventure story driven game is like the easiest experience to share because mm-hmm. like the actual interactive elements are so mundane like you just okay dialogue choices maybe pick up some items but mm. you can discuss live like yeah i remember yeah, yeah. playing uh, growing up playing uh, longest journey with my sister for example that's but a good example as a similar experience um and also you get you get much value out of the game i think i clocked in maybe 16 hours that's good of that game it costs 15 pounds yeah that is good value um, for money. that is very good value for money um, then I watched an amazing interview that Ron Gilbert uh, had with uh, Google Talks, where he talks about the game. Yeah, and um, I highly recommend it. It's a it's a really good interview. Okay. He, he also has a very good blog. Like he's under the uh, network uh, alias uh, Grumpy Gamer. Grumpy Game. But he, gamer. Grumpy Gamer. Yeah, and he he's still like kind of hands on. Like he codes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think he's like a full on like full fledged badass sure. programmer. But like he's you know it's a He's a mixture of both worlds. Well, okay. Thimbleweed Park, for example, he coded himself the entire graphic engine yeah. for the game. Okay, yeah. So he's which is, technically yeah, very tough. compatible. Yeah, like yeah. He's highly skilled. Then. Yeah, also amazing yeah. dude. Like Such a yeah. great guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he seems really cool. All the okay. interviews I've seen with him, it's uh, good. So I was uh, very, very impressed with this game. Yeah, nice. Um, I have to check it out. What about you, Ola? Um, so the week we're recording this... There was this Facebook advertisement that hit me in the face and made me <laughs> smile. It was Flight of the Concords, the comedy music band, mm-hmm. um, are coming to the UK again after being not been here for like years. Have you booked? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be on sale on Friday. It's okay. Best of luck. 10 a.m. It's like, okay. And I realized, <laughs> just, it, it, you can tell right, like, I already knew, okay, this is going to be tough. Like, this mm-hmm. is a hugely popular. They're not like fully mainstream, but my god, they are like yeah. so popular worldwide. I actually forgot about it, but I'm glad I did because people are went insane because basically what happened was that 
lots of people were there at 10 a.m. on like Ticketmaster or whatever the website was, and then oh. it was sold out instantly. All the venues, all the dates, and it turns out like third party like black yeah. markets okay. fuckers have bought it and then selling like reselling the tickets for like hundred pounds rather than like thirty pounds or whatever it was. They put on an extra date in London. They're doing three. They were originally doing three, I think, in mm-hmm. London. Sold out instantly in like less than a minute. And then put on an extra show, sold out. So yeah, I'm, I might go black market on this. Mm. I really want to see them live. I have a couple of friends who've been to see them live. Uh, you guys have no particular, like, I know, Phil, you have seen or heard some of the songs, right? I'm I I lo- I I'm more a Concords fan from uh live performances of their songs oh, okay. versus the TV show. I've okay. watched all their songs right on YouTube because mm. I find them hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So they are for, for me it's one of those things that everyone keeps recommending and just yeah. the time And like time. I, we talked about this like briefly earlier this week. I remember you told me like you know you're gonna like it, but like yeah, I, I have a few things like that as well. But yeah. I also went, got into this late by the way, so <laughs> our mutual friend uh Stian, who mm-hmm. got me into it. Um who's back to London. Yeah, he's back yeah, to London. Yeah, well done. <laughs> um <laughs> and he he actually went to see them live last time they were in the UK. Alright. And he said it was a great live show. Anyway. Um other than that Playing my usual PUBG, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, there's a hand. There's a hand with like a hundred pounds being passed to Ola right now. <laughs> so you know how I didn't mention PUBG on the games I regret. regret yes, buying. last last episode, Theo was teasing me for this top three games I regret buying. That he was going to talk about PUBG, and I was like, How can you regret buying <laughs> PUBG? First off, first off, it's cheap. Man. That's the thing. That's the thing. It's, it's cheap. Actually, that's the thing that prevented me of saying it's cheap. And then I thought. Fuck, they would really piss him off. And also, <laughs> no, 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 but I like you. I like you enough to like. But actually, and then I went. I went uncharted, just like what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking uppercut, boom. Yeah, then he did the sideways one. And he did Battlefront. Yeah, he sort of went <laughs> in for a what? hug. He, he went in for like a hug with a knife in his hand. We're like, and and fucking also, stabbed me. I just want to mention Phil's mom. Like, fuck that woman. Hmm? That's what it felt like when you're talking about <laughs> Battlefront. <laughs> Whoa. Like, wow. Phil's mom. Like, Jesus. But I remember last episode I talked about, like, um, on the Steam database website, you can see, like, value for money, like, mm-hmm. hours played. PUBG is my most value for money. How much, how much, can you see, like, a, how much um, an hour of I don't, have the, website, I don't have the website open right now, but I can check how many hours I played it so It's going to be far. totally filthy. Um, what did I want to say? But the thing is, like, most, I, I'm, I'm not in the extremes, right? Because people play Oh, yeah. Well. People are crazy, first yeah. of all. But I'm People probably extreme no compared lives. to you I mean, guys. At least so how, how many hours would you guess that I've played it? 200. Uh, 500. 333 hours on record. Ooh, I had it for four months or so. Wow. So I get a point. Nice segueing into the second part of this episode is going to be the quiz. Which I don't know. Like So while we record this, the episode where we had the first iteration of the quiz is released like today the day of recording it we don't know what the, our audience thinks about it but we really liked having the quiz so this is the second iteration of the yeah. quiz Theo is hosting it this time because uh, well yeah and um, I do have a punishment for whoever loses a punishment being he has to play a game mm-hmm. the game choice, being yeah. the game being the Blade Runner adventure game nice, <laughs> okay, nice. okay. H- how much just like an it's hour like, or two uh, like, yeah like an hour okay, okay. 
and then uh, comment, comment on it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Should, um, we should, should I say one thing that yeah. the Stranger Things just got released? Oh, yeah. And yes. uh, I'm already three episodes from the end. Binging so. it. Yeah, I started binging it yesterday. Um, and it's not that good, guys. I've heard, like, so I haven't seen any Stranger Things, that, and I don't pay, like, I don't read the reviews in depth because so it's on my radar. I do have three I heard, episodes. I heard that it has, like, a strong arc, that it ends quite well. Maybe it does, because I have three episodes to go, and you feel it, like, ramping up. But the thing is, you're never going to get that first experience, right? The yeah. idea was already, you know, used. Yeah. yeah, you don't have the sense of discovering anymore. Quite so that that yeah. kind of you kind of suffers from that. Do you also suffer from something that I had a lot more of a uh, issue with when I was younger, which is like the more the more something becomes popular, the more people are frantic about it. The more I'm kind of a bit reluctant from what's happening like yeah. if people are like oh my god Stranger Things is coming out and it's going to be like better I, than anything I like, was like this in Game know. of Thrones yeah it's yeah. like you mm. don't know anything about it you're just blindingly accepting something without any prejudgments well, you're just fanatical about something for a sequel though yeah. you do have like uh, sure the first one and you have trailers and shit yeah yeah sure um, but I see what you're saying as a reaction that people you're going like, you're going the other way yeah you, yeah. you well, anyway well, I'll see those Last three episodes, maybe it's good. Yeah, I'm hopefully by the next time we record, I've seen all of it because it sounds like a show I would like. I like the eighties, yeah, of course. Like, yeah, yeah. like oh. although I'm too like young to actually have that retro feel to it. Probably mm. uh, all of us are, I guess. Like, um, I think we're a tiny bit, we tiny bit older, uh, we a bit past young. that generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as in, the, actually, the first episode starts in in an arcade. Okay, and with the guys playing uh, Drang- Dragon's Lair. Yeah. That being said, I do okay. like. Also, 80s culture, like mm-hmm. sort of Back to the Future movies, I like for like you know that reason. Dragon's Lair was that the um, that was the animated one, the hand yeah, the hand drawn possibly adventure. one of the most impossible games ever to play ever. Uh, yeah, <laughs> although the the series just taps on that. Interesting. Okay. All right. Should we have a quick break? Return with uh, the games we would want to make yes. if we were to make yeah. a game. I think yes. the title is yeah. What kind of game would you would we make? Yeah. We'll yes. Be back Sounds good. in a second. <laughs> being straight the guys are gonna come careful. out bottom like if i have to careful <laughs> in terms of general hotness i would rank chandler first then monica <laughs> <laughs> wow oh, um, uh, <laughs> i don't know chandler is the guy i aim to be everyone let's, let's like, just say that everyone wants to be chandler because he's funny no like, one wants to be ross or uh joey right joey is the stupid one and ross st- is the lame one <laughs> Yeah, I think like yeah, but Ross is like the one you can relate to the easiest. I think mm. he and, is the straight and Ross man. Ross is the funniest. Who's really? The funniest? Yeah, the funniest? but you laugh. Generally, you, he's you, funny. Like you, la- you laugh of because like oh man, he's fucking up again. Like you sort of laugh of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. true, true, true. Chandler, you laugh with because yeah. Chandler's like sort of observing it with you and like yeah. sort of zooming out, being the third like yeah. p- perspective on it. And it's like yeah, true. he makes the comments that I like want to make myself if I was funny. Which I'm like, I'm not Chandler funny, but yet you, you say what I'm thinking right now. Right. Okay. Anyway, I'm like, that's why I want, but with Ross, I laugh, like, I'm, I'm sympathetic towards Ross. Like, I want right, the okay. best things to happen to Ross, mm-hmm. but then I'm sort of laughing. So you, you also put Joy last out of the three in terms of funniness or like relatability or anything. Yeah. Like relatability. No, like he's a <laughs> fucking womanizer. <laughs> and, and, and Joey's just like, he doesn't need any help. 
because he's like, oh, I can yeah. just seduce yeah. women. Yeah. Yeah, like, life is going to sort itself out for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but he's the less intelligent. He's the one yeah, that yeah, says all the stupid things. Yeah, yeah. And the others make fun of. Nah. Yeah. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. They, are they mean? They, are they mean? Are they mean more, to Joey? They're more I, mean I, to I don't Ross. Think so. They're more mean to Ross than Joey. Yeah, they're harsher with Ross. Mm, maybe because, like, when you think about all the series, you're like, Joey never did anything bad. He like got with Sleeps Rachel, with Rachel. Yeah. Mm. which is probably the only like. But the whole time he's like sleeping with random women and like chucking them. Like he's like, oh yeah, I slept with her, and I'm <laughs> yeah. sleeping with her. And then Ross is like the one that had like three marriages, two divorces. He had a kid. Yeah. Oh fuck, he had a kid. Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was that whole period. When are they gonna make a spin-off about Ben's ben! life? <laughs> he's about our age now, isn't he? <laughs> fuck, it's too late now. Yeah. Because there was like a whole period. Actually, it was quite not realistic, but there was a whole period where he fucked over Rachel, and Rachel hated him, and Ross he'd like did. come in the room, and she'd be like see you later like it was a well-known like she despised him and he was just like had to accept it which is kind of probably quite realistic if you were in a group of friends and one person hated the other but you all still had i don't know it yeah. had something it's a dynamic i've never been a part of to be honest like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's the quiz on friends because i'm red hot on friends yeah okay i actually started recording five minutes ago i think that, you should go fine. in uh, should I just play a jingle symbolically? Yeah, just play it. <laughs> I'm going to play a jingle now. Here you go. Right, okay. <laughs> so that's enough talking about friends. <laughs> yeah, nice. So we're going to talk about like the game we would want to make. This was your idea, Theo, uh, which I then what? take uh, the following way. I said you probably have a conscious thought maybe well, more so than me and phil do about well, what kind of game it's a thing that i constantly think about yeah okay it's something that i've been talking to phil a lot maybe it's like an idea that keeps popping in my head yeah it, one of the reasons being that what we said before that what we do is fairly close to that it could be applied one way or yep. the other yeah. to that the other one being that it's a new, a relatively new medium that still has unexplored territories. And thinking about narrative and interactivity, there's something to be done there. Yeah. There's this new wave of indie indie developers getting crowdfunded and making games. It's it's becoming more and more uh, plausible. Yeah. And you know, sometimes I keep thinking, you know, why not? Why not just experiment with that rather than go Give make go. a rather than I go make a short film or a feature film or whatever, which is something <laughs> I always want to do. Yeah. yeah, I agree on that. Like if I do like choose, I would rather try to make a game than to make a short film for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I would rather make a game than um, in the unlikely scenario that I had like the opportunity to make a film. I probably would pick a film still or a TV show over a game, but. Um, Making in the game seasonable for like a small amount ish of people to do, like give it enough time and resource, like not even that much resources. It takes less resources to make a game, right? Exactly. Maybe in terms it, of equipment. Like I'm thinking now, if I wanted to make like a short film or a film or anything, in order to make it the way I would, I would like to make it, it would have to be several people and a 
like a decent budget mm-hmm. was that you can actually start working on the side you can develop it slowly you can get a little bit of money you can crowdfund it you know you can do a lot yourself yeah that's the thing that's the other thing or for it a doesn't film, rely on so many others exactly yeah you don't need so many other disciplines you can you don't need actors yeah maybe a bit of voicing but not even yeah, you, that you don't really. need you don't need a crew to be present at the same time yeah. at the same location like mm-hmm. ever really like to make a game like and also it's it's not bound by in terms of film there's very almost like key mechanics of like concepts and layouts and whatever you in a game you could just focus on a mechanic of a game like i'm gonna focus i'm just gonna like well, that's, that's definitely your your take on yeah, mechanics yeah, yeah, sure bit, but it's easier to be original on a yes. game at yes. the moment yes. i mean because you know yeah. the film the film language does change but it goes slower now and we've seen yeah a lot and it of has stuff. long long history now yeah, compared to games like been around being experimental from the early like 1900s mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. or even the before that like yeah yeah and we know we've we've seen it evolved but yeah. this is actually shit happening now if anything we're already late in the game in a way right oh yeah definitely <laughs> but um but uh yeah and also, I find the whole uh, interactivity of it interesting. You know how you can influence the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Write, write, write something for that. I, I thought that it's definitely a topic worth discussing. For sure. So Have when I like, so you mentioned this idea, like I said. So like, okay, I was with okay. I, I like you. Every now and again, I have like, man, like if I were to make a game, it would be a bit like this. So I was trying to like go, like m- trying to have a conscious thought process. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think, okay. If I were to make a game, it would be something that I think like. So I put like I narrowed it down basically. Okay, I want to make a game, but I want to be like a game that I would be able to make myself, more or less. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm not like making a new World of Warcraft or like uh, like. (laughs) Why not? The scope the scope is. (laughs) Although as smart as I am, (laughs) I know my limitations to some extent. I'm, I'm probably still quite ambitious, by the way. Like, mm, I'm, I'm sure course. I'm sure I'm ignorant to how, how hard it is to make this kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I've been thinking. Okay, what game could I um, uh, make myself? And uh, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of wine politics going on around there. Yeah, r- r- uh, Fear is currently pouring like a glass of wine for all of us, and I had a little bit left in wine, so. I let it down. But it. you haven't given it much thought, right? The whole no, um, no. But I was thinking, okay, I'm gonna attack it. What can yeah. I feasibly do? And what do I like about games? Like, mm-hmm. what's the specific qualities I like that are like really like the core of what I like? So the keywords I wrote down was like consequences. It's like something I'm liking. Okay. So like the that's the reason I like which days. is probably they, one of the more difficult. Yes, but, but it could be could be in a simple game Not like Super Mario Brothers has consequences. The consequences that you start all the over like to the left hand side of the screen in the platform game, right? That's a consequence. Okay, you make like in a traditional like old school platformer, you make your way across a level mm-hmm. and you die. Consequence. Try again, mate. Like, but it's not the same as punishment, right? It's no, no, it's not punishment. But it's like like it has like it's not like uh, well difficulty, I guess, or consequences. It's overlapping but in they see the consequences is death and you start from scratch literally naked like not no checkpoints um although that being said i don't want to make a multiplayer game but like that aspect i think is like something that would be i want to be part of a game i would make um 
mm-hmm. the other key word I've written down, <laughs> which is like, I don't understand how this would ever work in an overlap and a com- combo, but it's like a strong narrative. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which is where I'm trying to struggle. And I'm thinking, like, what game has consequences mm-hmm. and narrative? And it takes me back all the way to Sierra Interactive's Police Quest series. Well, adventure games can have consequ- consequences. Some of them have. Consequences as well don't have to be for your main player. Like a teammate might die. Okay, yeah, right? like sort you of uh, Telltale games. Uh, yeah, exactly. Influence yeah. the story in such a way that has consequences for the uh, for the ending. Yeah. yeah. But also, you know, you get the whole uh, morale and ethics. That, yeah. that th- has a toil. I thought you were perfectly describing Mass Effect and Heavy Rain. Yeah, and yeah Heavy like Rain is a good example. Of, and um, I actually never played Heavy Rain, but Heavy Rain is by the guy who made the Fahrenheit, right? Yeah, it's uh, from... Uh, What's his name? Something Craig? Oh, I'm sorry. Don't remember. I skipped that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, sorry. Davis, David Cage? David Cage, yes. Yeah. You're um, right. Yeah. So it's, that was like... A, that's exactly the, So that. I made some notes for it. I'm not going to go into them right now, but that's like sort of was my mm-hmm. starting point. Okay. okay. Things I like, what I can do. And then I have some more notes, but I'll let you guys talk a bit now. <laughs> well, David Cage is definitely a guy that has a lot of budget, like a lot of money behind him. And he, yeah, he's uh, attempting new stuff. There's a new game of him called Detroit something, like a sci-fi kind of Blade, okay. Run- Blade Runner game with uh, androids coming out soon, which I'm kind of looking forward to. Okay. Again, with like choices and stuff. Um, um, so I, I just want to link on, because Ola was, has addressed something that I also, as part of what I would make as a game, is um, it's always about uh, when I've been making games... Uh, already it's always been what's been my technological my own knowledge yeah. drives what I create sure. so for that's example, a more reasonable way of yeah. looking at it I guess so when I when I was first learning coding in college I was really so enthusiastically into it like everything I learnt I kind of wish I still retained that yeah but it was like a fury of like I knew a new I know a new technique and I'm going to use it right now yeah. So I, particularly for programming, it made me want to create um, text-based adventure games, mm-hmm. uh, which I've made. A I give it a shot as well. Um, I, I'm going to plug yeah, my it. Quest That's Legends three, mm-hmm. that only maybe three people have played, but um, I really enjoyed making it, and it was really. I was doing. I felt like I, d- I was doing things that were, <clears throat> and even the story. Like, I really enjoyed doing the story because I would just do, you know what would be really stupid? Like, I had a, a, a mechanic, which was you wake up, you're, it's fantasy, you wake up and you leave your, the, uh, your bedroom and you want to burp. Yeah. So you burp and you lose one HP. <laughs> and it says, do you want to burp again or do you want to stop? And you can keep burping <laughs> till you die. Until you die. Wow. And that was the end of the game. I just and thought it was hilarious to <laughs> loop round and never-endingly burping because I'm sure one gamer would be like, I bet there'll be, like, there has to be a limit to this. But no, you just die. <laughs> just burp until you die. Um, and then a part of my game as well is that I went into, you get to this point where there's three doors and, like, one door's an amazing golden covered in jewels door one's like covered in fucking fire and one's covered in snakes and anyway you go through one of the doors it sounds like an like, indiana jones um i don't know Holy what the fuck's going Holy on in my Grey mind. Um, um but there was one woman like 
caressing a sword and I went in paragraph after paragraph describing this woman. <laughs> I just went, fuck it. I'm just going to, like her skin's like milk. And it went on and on and on. And I just thought, I'm doing this purely to just have a laugh. Like I want you... someone to play it and go, this guy's like a bit sexually repressed or something. I don't know. In in the text adventure community, there's a lot of soft porn kind of like <laughs> Maybe, ad- yeah, adventures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you. why, to be honest. I mean, but it was going to keep, I was going to keep extending it. I had another friend who made a fully working combat system. Oh, wow. That he was going to stick onto my game. And I was going to develop a map system text-based map and so we were gonna just keep doing this until you had an ever-evolving text-based game which i don't think happens very often now i can't imagine this procedural you... generated stuff but okay like te- text-based games still has an audience yeah. um they're still being made mm-hmm. um unfortunately by the time this episode is out that uh, events already passed, but there's the Adventure X convention in London. Right. Uh, yeah. Are we going to that? I want to go. We it's, should. Uh, we should definitely. Yeah. Go. Like by the time you listen to this, it's already happened. But it's uh, first weekend in November, I believe. Okay. Uh, we should fucking book. Yeah. No, you don't have to book. It's free. Okay. Great. We have to just show up early enough to get in. <laughs> and um, okay, what is it exactly? So basically, it is um, a game conference focusing on narrative based games so there's a uh, voice actors i think who from like the witcher are going to be there there's okay. developers indie developers mostly uh making point and click adventure games text-based adventure games yeah uh, from all over the world like germany like uh, germany is like something interesting they have a very strong adventure game community yeah. in germany yeah, yeah, yeah ron gilbert was saying so in, in, his, in that's why the, that's, in, what, in that's, the what, that's why they always make a localized version for germany like because the adventure game is stands strong wow. in uh, germany right. um anyway like <laughs> i saw I, I went to the website i clicked like on every like cover art like that little image like laid out for all the ones having an exhibition thing there i clicked on all of them i was like this like Oh, this is interesting. Like, mm-hmm. and some of them looked beautiful. There was this one mm-hmm. I don't remember the title right now, and it's too late now. But um, for you listening to this, but uh, yeah, there's definitely a strong community. This is like an event that's been going for a few years now, from what I understood. And I really hope we we'll go there. And if we did go there, I'm sure you will hear about it in uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the next episode. <laughs> well, this is this is the kind of game I would make, which is like. Not yeah, like because an, an adventure it, game. because it's feasible, right? Like it's feasible. It's There's leaning on words, exactly. words you can create on your own, mm-hmm. like, and also the coolest bit of it would be designing the puzzles. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really fun thing yeah. to do: designing the puzzles and write the story. Yeah, and then you have all those. You have game engines that specifically design for that. You have the adventure games, adventure game creator or game, game studio, yeah. game studio. Yeah, yeah. And then you have like AGS. a like a very cheap plugin for Unity. Unity that is does exactly yeah. that. Has all the yeah. tools there for you. So yeah. you really yeah. provide you provide the art, like w- and the writing. Yeah, you reminded that. me when you like mentioned this topic, like. Because I, I obviously, in hindsight, looking back, I had like loads of thoughts about making a game because I actually spent like half an hour watching a tutorial about how to use that yeah. particular plugin for Unity. 
Oh, really? And it's like, I wouldn't have done that if I didn't have uh, at least a relatively conscious idea mm-hmm. that I want to make a game. Would you go Unity? Like now, if you had to choose, I mean, with what you know now, um, would you go fully old school, traditional? Like, No, I would go Unity or Unreal. You go Unity, so you have more flexibility. Unity or Unreal. Like, so you could use a bit of Houdini there as well, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Houdini engine and... Yeah, uh, I would uh, fully lean on the most popular, like... I don't think I, I don't think I would. I what? feel like my own like it's almost like when they made like back to the future and things they had they had cons uh they were confined to a certain level of like expertise or storytelling because of the amount they could do and because mm-hmm. of that confinement they f- they created something that they best fit but well, that's that's true for a lot of things. Like so I feel constraints like, make yeah. you more creative. So I feel like Unity is gonna give my mind too much time to overthink things. And if I'm yeah, just yeah, like, no, I've, I've used a very like small subset of features that this yeah. engine provide. I the benefit you get from using an off-the-shelf engine like Unreal or Unity is that it's compatibility with platforms. Definitely, you can go mobile. You can do sure like <clears throat> iOS, Android, Nintendo. PlayStation, Xbox, all in one go. Um, you can always set your own uh, constraints as well. Always, yeah, yeah. Like you can design using like if I was to make a full-on typical adventure game, like I wouldn't, you know, I'd probably try to make it quite two-dimensional. I would yeah. lean on mm-hmm. the two yeah. D sides of things, so I wouldn't pre-rendered. Yeah, like yeah, like two two D hand, maybe some parallax, maybe like layers in the yeah, of course. But it wouldn't, I, would, I wouldn't take full advantage of all the technical awesomeness that energy could provide sure. me because I want a, like I've been touched on to, like we're not, I'm, I'm not a strong artist, so I'd like want to have. Which is probably why I want to do tech space as well, because it removes yeah. art altogether. Yeah, but though you can always find I don't, something I don't, I don't that. want to remove art because I have a very specific, I have a, I, uh, I think I have a relatively refined taste. I do know what I like mm-hmm. in art. Mm-hmm. I know what I like. Like sure. I can quite <laughs> consciously <laughs> describe it, uh, what I like. Um, so I would want to like get someone involved that I know is a good artist. I, def- I think it definitely I, I wouldn't do a text adventure because, I mean, I would if I had to, but there's so much to do with environmental storytelling. Mm-hmm. You know, the story you convey yeah. with the environment that you have, that is very important. So, you know, Obviously, I would do a science fiction kind of thing, and you know, and then you want to kind of design the world as well, right? Maybe yeah. you show just enough features of that world, but it's still enough to imagine the rest of it. Yeah. So visuals are important, and I think I think we could do it. I mean, we would need some help maybe, but we we are visual artists yeah, at no, the end yeah. of it. Given time, I, I would be able to like make a drawing that, mm-hmm. that could like in a narrow style like it would be stylistic i couldn't make of course yeah, but I, yeah. I could yeah but i could, lever- I could leverage what we know right like in you know do maybe a 3d based thing draw on top of it or something mm-hmm. like that you mm-hmm. know I can yeah you, you're talking more about the actual skill of drawing right yeah yeah because yeah. that's always you get someone to do it yeah sure. but you can come up with ideas and you can, you can come up with the visual references and combine them and all of that you've 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 just reminded me of something that I did uh, at uni, mm-hmm. that whole uni. We had a, every year we would have a 24-hour game 
competition. All right. Like a a hacker. Like a jam. Like a game jam, yeah. Um, And everyone would be in teams of three to five and you'd pick up three words and from those three words you make a game. Three words? Like what kind of of Uh, words? I'm trying to remember because I only did one of them because they're quite intense and infuriating at the time. But um, I think we had like birds warfare strategy angry birds um <laughs> so <laughs> i strategy <laughs> maybe <Not true. laughs> but it's birds and warfare for sure <laughs> um so i so it, it was a good lesson in terms of um in terms of what you can do in the time and we i kind of was pushing hard and we went for it we went to make we were going to make advanced wars Wow. Um, ambition will kill birds. you one of these. So we were going to do like all the classic stereotypes of animals. So the American Eagle is America. And then, oh, fucking, I can't even remember what Russia was. <laughs> but I think we just twisted it to be like the bear mm-hmm. is Russia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. And uh, and we were going to do like animations. We we're going to do, everf- imagine Advance Wars, but like it's, like birds with bazookas firing and we had a great artist who did all the sprites for like bird animations and stuff but our ambition was way higher than what we could make because actually conceptually trying to pro put in a program create a map and then have battles going on and then have it's what kind of platform do you base it on how do you start with something like that it, well, it's kind of comically exactly the same as making a text-based adventure. There's no difference. As in, like, you have classes that consist of, like, uh, consist of, like, uh, tr- character traits. So, like, uh, attack or defense. Mm-hmm. You have it all laid out. And then you have maybe some secret additional functions that are... I understand. You know, multipliers for attack. If or, you strip it down you know, at the end of it, it's just functions just and classes. And you're, when you fight, you're just taking certain attributes from one thing versus another attribute of another. So basically, it's a card game with some visuals. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, once you actually begin to try and do it, you realize that it's extremely complicated. Mm. It's still very binary. As in, like one or zero, this person wins, this person loses. But it's fascinating to actually, when you try and do it, the how something that you see as like multi-layered is actually yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, I see figures from like, oh, your attack is twelve times this multiplied by this versus yours, which means you lose. So the animation equals this kind of thing. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's very cut and paste kind of thing. Well, that's, for me, it sounds like all the more reasons why you should stick with a pre-existing platform it that ma- gives you yeah. everything yeah. for free. It makes sense. If you if you can cut the technicality as much as you can, it can free you up to be creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, possibly. So. Uh, I was like looking at my notes and like, so in terms of narrative, mm-hmm. which like at least you and me, Theo, seems mm-hmm. to be like interested in like having a good narrative you are a bit in the sci-fi land you tell me like a yeah, Blade Runner-esque I'm, I'm yeah. definitely more influenced by that yeah because like the, so I have one narrative like one script <laughs> that I have written mm-hmm. um, it's just full on realistic script about 
uh, very Nordic noir influenced uh, drug story, like um, drug good. smuggling story, mm-hmm. based in my hometown. <laughs> so uh, is that the same town with the river and the bridge? And uh, I, I live outside that town. Actually, <laughs> but he yeah. lives in the Bronx, New York's Bronx. Look at him. There's 15,000 people living in my home city. All right. That's the definition of a city in Norway, mm-hmm, by the way. Mm-hmm. I think you need 10,000. So you have a story? The story, this is right on the border in the middle of the woods. And I remember reading with like interest a few years ago, there was this um, report in the newspaper about them. They found like um, Mariana uh, farms, basically, yeah. in abandoned houses. Specifically, uh, Vietnamese uh, organized crime organizations had just like taken shelter there and like because pre- it's cheaper to make like Mariana, as long as you have electricity, you can, mm-hmm. you know, just have high voltage like lamps and you can make drugs yeah. everywhere. You don't need to be in an exotic climate. So basically, I want the game to be about either you are on that side of the story, maybe it's multi level or both, yeah. Or you're like a police sort of like trying to nest this up. Mm-hmm. Light-hearted though. Like it's not like I don't have a very political agenda against the drug mm-hmm. anyway. But yeah. I find it like interesting just this like small because it's like in this town where I'm from, like nothing bad would normally happen, right? And arguably Mariana is probably not like the end of the world. <laughs> but it's interesting that like this whole black economy, the dark economy like Yeah. So like this, well, the, the thing, narrative would be that. So it's like a, you know a little bit of my pitch in my head was like it's a combination of Justified, the TV series, and Breaking Bad, turned into a point like mm-hmm. adventure game. Because it's interesting. Because well, I that sounds like good, um, good. Uh, so like you're, basically, you're, you're basically Hank in Breaking Bad, but you are actually more Raylan Givens in Justified. You can right. be Hank and Jesse at the same time. Yeah. Zing. So you're. In uh, I don't think you've seen Justified any of you, right? No, no. But you're like a U.S. marshal who is from this part. Like he's from Kentucky in the novel and TV show, and he sort of returns home after like years of absence, and he like he has this mixed relations where like okay, he knows everyone because it's a small community, like so he knows like the families, but he's like a lawman, so he has to like play both roles, like be a friend and like do his job i think probably this pitch is still a better tv series than no, a game on, but it could on. be Thing a good is, adventure game what if there's a game mechanic here yeah. because it'd be like there's no games where there's always games where you have like oh if you do something bad you become a bit more bad if you do something good become a bit more good there's or you have reputation with certain bunch clans of games like that. but what about they they never made a game where you like you were saying. Imagine if you're a lawman and you're like a, you're part of a village. Yeah, so you're Th- partially always, corrupt, basically. Yeah, yeah. Just you because to, you, you don't need to do the the line between corruption and so if you bust a family, yeah, and you like have a massive impact on like community, yeah, yeah. kind of thing. This is I made notes about this exactly. That's the interesting bit. It's like so. as a as a plot or as a theme, it allows for some serious dialogue you know yep. because you have good about you don't have good or bad characters you have a probably person that tries to make a living yeah by cultivating marijuana because that's society that's the, the card he's been given mm. right and then you have like a policeman's probably being paid shit putting his life on the line living on a 
abandoned place and everything. Yeah. And l- you could do the twist where you have two parallel stories. One, you know, the guy, pla- the, the plantation guy, and one yeah. the police. And then at some point in the game, you realize that they're not happening at the same time. As in, the one happened 20 years before the other. And then you start <laughs> playing like that. Very interesting. You know, as in, maybe, maybe, maybe at some point you realize that it's his son. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, maybe you could or play maybe with it's that. even the fucking same guy. Like maybe, maybe it is. <laughs> maybe yeah. like the long man is like in his fifties and the, the junkie drug dealer, uh, nice. guy is and, like, you know, and halfway through the game, the whole concept of it changes. And yeah, because like, again, you haven't read fire in the hole, which is the novel justified based on by a, uh, Elmore Leonard. Mm-hmm. But like the beauty of like his novels is that it takes place in the Southern, like, U.S. countryside. That's a novel. It's a short story um, collection. Should I should I go into it? I'm, should, I'm running out of things. You should to watch read. the TV show. So it, it justified is based on that. Yeah. Okay. And the, Walter Goggins. We should. Yes. <laughs> once more. Yes. Mention. Well, <laughs> I said enough about Walter Goggins <laughs> in the first two episodes of this uh, thing, but. Uh, like the beauty of that like TV show is that every single uh, side character, like the non-important characters, feel realistic. It's like okay, I, I, like just like a, a, an extra. It's like wow, that guy. I'm gonna follow. Like I'm gonna camera to sort of pan and follow him home because that guy has some some shit going down. Mm. There's there's no like exponential like uh, expositional uh, dialogue. Like every character seems to have like. Oh, there's probably said there should be a TV show about this guy as well because. Everyone sees like they have immense backstory, and uh, you like root for everyone. Like, is that because they are real characters? Yeah, this like, they char- seem legit. Like, mm. yeah, I recognize this guy. Like, I, I know a guy like this. Well, or why not? You know, like start the game with like character, and then you jump to another one and another one, and it's never one character. It's just you end up playing in 20. a universe. Yeah, some like in a universe you played. You, you, the you know, you play like you know, like you know how there's adventures that you like room based kind of. Yeah. Or like environment-based, like a certain place puzzles. You get instead of having one, you get twenty of these. Because you know? I, because I wanna, you, we talked about uh, Blade Runner in the last episode, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember a visual in the film, and it made me think of, like, I oh, wouldn't it be great to make a game of this. And you know when they're what panning, visual? yeah, they're panning. It's almost like the initial shots of the city, mm-hmm. and there's a long like looking down on the sh- like endless slums and it slowly like, sort of peels up and you see the skyscrapers and you're like whatever and i was like wouldn't it be amazing if they made a game of blade runner where you're just one of them it has nothing to do with being a blade runner or being a sent uh, like a an android or anything like that you're not a hero basically. you're just a you're piece of shit in blade runner like in that universe because you you just you're taken away with how many billions of people are in this world yeah well it becomes like, a simulation though pretty soon but then uh, but i just i i i genuinely want to play i want someone to like tap into that world of being mundane mm. like i want someone to really well that's make me feel like interesting like, you want you want to play the sims blade runner but yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there's something there, definitely. Because like no one, like everything about games is escapism. About 
yeah. being something more than you are, which well, is why they're so appealing. But I want someone to somehow tap into that world of you're so bored with your own life. Well, maybe the only story you get is by reading the newspaper and it happens to other people. You know, you just maybe. read the news every day and maybe. then you go on about your life. Could be, so, you know, it will, it will be really hard to make it properly interesting, but there's something there. I, I just I just feel like there must be... Thing is, you, you can never have it... Like, if you were like, oh, you're in Blade Runner and you're just a no one and you're just working your day by day, you eventually have to go, yeah, but then something will happen well, and it makes it interesting. Like, oh, that's you what become we ex- part of a... Blah, 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 blah. But that that's just like every other story. So what makes... There's thing, no end. The thing is, is like every oh, story yeah. nowadays, I mean, we expect this three-act kind of story of a yeah. hero in a situation rising and then defeating the, yes, uh, sure. the status quo or the bad yeah. guy or whatever. What you're describing goes against that and there's definitely interest there. Because I was always a massive fan of uh, a genre called experimental games. Mm-hmm. And one person... I, one person is like a massive driving force of this. He did like a game called Dinner Date where the whole game is you're at a table at your own house and your date never comes Yeah. and you just look at stuff and when you look at things, a piece of dialogue fires off and you slowly become more aware of why she hasn't come. Well, that's that's a sounds like a great game. But I was always thinking, why don't you, in terms of man, living in the mundane life, why doesn't someone just fuck with people and make uh, tube, uh, London tube simulator? <laughs> and your yeah, only point of life is to get to work. Well, you yeah, have farm simulator. Happens. It's quite a popular game. Yeah, goat simulator as well. Goat simulator. Which I've heard is like a bit sort of... It's a bit crazy, like m- buggy on purpose. Kind yeah, of yeah, like a lot of meta level jokes in it. But uh, a simulation game is an interesting idea. Well, because like, you would be in the tube, and you would, and it would have no goal point apart from not going make to eye work. contact, not make eye contact but, with yeah, anyone, do not talk to anyone, and um, but you could like go on it, and if you looked around, like you would fire off new dialogue, but you'd be thinking in your own head, like, oh, I hope I um, save enough to be able to get that house in a couple of years. Like it would just <laughs> like, this weird <laughs> bullshit dialogue that means nothing. But you could like go, oh, I, you could almost have a map of London and you'd be like, oh, I live here and I want to get to here. And just and you just do the tube, the tube and you even go between like stations as in like in the tubes and the tunnels and stuff. And then all it would be is you'd like look at a person and you'd be like, oh, I think they're really hot. But, you know. I'm never going to try ever, ever anything. Yeah, ever. Like it's just bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. means nothing. It's like it's no appeal. It's never going to sell millions, but it's well, just weird. The, the interest of it is that it's conveying an like a, an emotion that and a you know a state of being that you're actually experiencing. Yeah, it's like it's uh, just different things that people are doing shit like that for VR as well. People are recording things like that and putting you in other people's places. Yeah, experiencing that. I always think that VR is the end of the holiday. Maybe. So, should we take a quick <laughs> break and then get back to this? Mm-hmm. I think okay. we have much. We have a bit more to say. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. All right, be right back. So you were talking about the tube game simulator, and when you said that, you reminded me of a potential 
Did any of you guys play this war of mine? No. Have you heard about it? The what? This war of mine. No, no. what is it? It's a 2D game. <laughs> it's very dark, by the way. Like, but the game idea is basically this. It's a civil war. It's based on the Serbia, uh, Yugoslavia, like civil war. Okay. Um, <coughs> it's a procedural game. Like, so every time you play, it's like sort of randomized story. You are taking shelter in the middle of the city. Yeah. And there's a war going on and you have to survive. You don't know how long is left. It could, when you play, it could be like a couple of days. It could be a couple of weeks. And the objective of the game is to, at daytime in the game, you sort of build like a bed, uh, cook food, eat food, things like that. It's 2D. Mm-hmm. And then at night, you go to nearby locations and scavenge for food and resources. Amazing. And you have a random set of character times. Like sometimes you have like a big guy who can carry more stuff. Sometimes you have a guy who can make more out of the food resources. So you can like uh, take use of the like food resources more efficiently. So like it lasts longer or whatever. And then they have this random things like, okay, you can get robbed in the middle of the night. So you can choose to like take your whole group of people and scavenge to get yeah. like more stuff back with you. But then you leave your house insecured so it can get robbed. Mm. If you leave one guy, he can get robbed mm. and killed even. Yeah, yeah. Um, nice. Sounds a little bit... Have you... Oh, go on. Yeah, know. so like maybe this sort of game mechanic, like it's a great game, by the way. It's really cheap as well. And the money goes to um, charity mm-hmm, uh, for... Mm-hmm. Uh, like, yeah. I believe it's a Polish game designer. Sounds uh, a little bit like... Uh, Papers, please. Have you guys played Papers, please? No. You p- so it's like um, you play. It's 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 set in a fictional ex-Soviet Union kind of uh, country. Okay. Where you play as a border control agent. Oh yeah. Uh, all the game you're like in this oh, thing and then yeah. you just basically review passports right. of people going in or out of the country, and you can either refuse entry or just accept them in. And every day, as every day goes by, you have your money and your family at home. Sometimes they get sick. You need to provide for like food and whatever and, yeah. and like electricity instead. And you still need to be good at, at your job because it's, it's a dangerous like oligarchy kind of yeah. kind of um, country. So it's really dark, simple, but very effective. Yeah. This actually teaches you things. You know, yeah. you actually mm-hmm. feel sounds, things. Yeah. Like very like familiar to like similar to uh this war of mine um and maybe like that dark and heavy mechanic could be applied to a silly game like a tube simulator for like okay you play start playing a game and okay you live in this part of london now you have to like you work in the opposite side of london and you live with uh, this maybe it's like a random game maybe you have a wife one game maybe the other game you live with like random flatmates yeah. <laughs> and then there's but, like but yeah the you, need, you, you need to capture like the london shittiness yeah, yeah. that's what i mean but because the various like stages of like you know like being married yeah. or being like with yeah. maybe having kids so when you start you have at least five flatmates living <laughs> no, really it's, it's, far no, away it's like random every time you uh, okay 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 yeah it's like it's like procedural but thing. that's what i mean like, that's what i think when when everyone's talking about narratives and storyline like let's not be Let's not try and be intelligent about this. Let's just like the narrative. Like that's why I loved all hit these guys' experimental games because the narrative was that you just looked at things 
and then you've and then you learn something mm-hmm. about this person's life that but you're me? part of like oh i really hope i can get the mortgage on time and oh i hope the kids were okay at school and it might be mundane bullshit but, but can you talk to them you can maybe have a conversation no, no, with them all, all in their mind in the mind because like no one so talks in, to people in london yeah but some no one in, does in, but in the game though you could at least try to and they have like an awkward reaction or yeah something. maybe if you if you like and maybe one in one in a hundred is actually you know talking back to you or something yeah positive experience and the thing is that you we've all had i had like weird experiences in the tube people very aggressive people very drunk people yeah, yeah. that are weird yeah like i Personally, I haven't had too much of it since I don't take the tube every day. Like, uh, I think you guys both do. Like, I do you get to work? Not, you take a I train. Don't, I don't take the tube. You, you take, take a train. the train. I just take the overground, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I take the tube. Yeah. I spend at least an hour a day in the right. tube. Yeah. But maybe you'd have not something like I'm going to say now, but like try and link it to being, like you were saying, being in London, like a shame factor. Like a shame, like if someone's like drunk on the tube, yeah, yeah, yeah. You or like you're... ignore them, you like look away, yeah. and then you feel bad because you're kind of like not linking yourself to what's happening. You're like, oh, he's drunk, and if if I don't look at him, he'll leave me alone, and I can, and then it's you feel a bit bad internally yeah. because you're cutting yourself off from. I think it could be a good game. I mean, it could, it could, w- could still be 2D isometric, whatever. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, and, and the thing is, I think all of this stuff is really simple to do because you're talking about making it in Unity. You, you, the the levels will be very easy to make because they're just going to be like tubes. Yeah, it's tube an isometric platforms. carriage. Yeah, you could a even, carriage, and then you move between carriage. Yeah, you like, could do the douchey things where you open the the, the put in, your arm out. Know the, know the doors <laughs> where you. Go from one carriage to the other. You're not supposed to yeah, yeah, use, yeah, you but you, some douches actually do. Yeah, I think I don't know. It, it to me, it's a very for I I might do this personally myself because it's something that you could do that's very confined. Like you don't have you make you make platforms, you make you know tunnels between different tubes. You make the carriages. You make I mean, the dialogue done. It could be just subway, right? The moment you try you and leave, go it up. ends. You never yeah, go yeah, up. Exactly. Or if you go up, it's over. Like white light done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds yeah. amazing. That sounds like a good light idea. Hey, yeah. Maybe we shouldn't. Uh... Yeah, maybe we should like not <laughs> reveal this to our listeners. <laughs> some, idea. some artist is like writing this <laughs> all down. Like, I think we had a few good ideas so far this episode. Um, we're kind of running low on time. Okay. okay, for the topic, um, do I'm you happy, feel I'm it's ha- definitely worth going back to possibly at some point? Um, I mean, yeah, definitely, as with other topics. Yeah, but I'm, re- I'm ready for the quiz. Yeah, I want okay. it. Is it quiz time? I think it is quiz time. Theo's okay. quiz. Okay, quiz. right back after this break. Theo's quiz. <laughs> Street Fighter Street Fighter sucks. <laughs> yeah, yes. I can't. So um <laughs> it's my time to shine. To to um actually make you guys struggle the same way I was after Phil's quiz. Um we've said before so the the, the Seriously. Sorry, no. Yeah. <laughs> What is Phil, this? you have to stop hitting <laughs> the fucking microphone. It makes a spike. The, the audience is going to hate us 
Because you've been hitting the fucking stand <laughs> 10 times in one episode now. Phil, you unprofessional Yeah, crap. once. I did it once. Done it 10 times this episode, I tell you. Anyway, yeah, quiz. So the quiz... Well, I made this pretty, like, general knowledge. Well, gaming knowledge still. As I said before, there's no shame in not knowing, but there's... there's shame very, in knowing. But there's um, right. respect in knowing. You lose or you lose. Yeah. I, I try to keep it roughly general, okay. I guess. Um, let me just say again that whoever loses yep. is going to have to first put £10 in the jar. Yes. Yeah. That will be £20 total that we have. Nice. <laughs> uh, like sweet, sweet money. Yes. And uh, then has to play at least an hour of the Blade Runner adventure and then yes. report back whether it still works with the new film or not. But then we yeah. also okay. agreed on regardless nice. of the outcome. Like So originally we planned that the loser also prepares the next quiz. Yes. But have we all agreed on like, it's my turn next time, regardless yeah. of the yeah, outcome. Yeah, sure, okay. I'm, yeah. I'm really fine with that, by the way. Just, yeah. as long as, just as long as you promise not to do many Monkey Island No, no, no. No, no, you oh, can do fuck. whatever you want. No, yeah, it'll be okay. Well, Monkey, Island, Monkey Island special. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So should, should, I'll just go ahead with the first yeah, question. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, I'm so ready. I'm on. so ready. Game on. It's a fucking easy one. Oh wait, wait. Before you do this. Yeah. Okay. Are we gonna do fastest finger? But so, no. Or right? you fastest we met, finger? As like in whoever like, answers whoever says first. It first gets the point, um, or keep it in your mind. And then, yeah. if it's well, something really obvious that someone's just going to like fire out. So, before every question, I'll be telling you for how many points that question is and okay. if it's a multiple choice or not. All right. For but some of them, but I is just it made like it, timing, like we can both get the point, right? Like, it's not about asking, like answering fastest. You can both get the point. Yeah. Okay. okay cool. cool. It, I mean, that's all I need to know. Let's just say, as a gentleman's agreement, if it's if you really, really know the really answer, yeah, don't, don't just fire don't, it yeah, out. Yeah. I agree. Just like, look. Like, like, like what I did answer. with uh, Battlefield 1942 in yeah, the yeah. previous iteration yeah. of this quest. Just say, I know the answer, yeah. and I'll be like, okay. Yeah, yeah I, think, I, think, I think there's always a degree of that. Fair right? enough. Yeah. Okay, that said, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. That said, which one of the following N64 <laughs> games wasn't made by Rare? Is it Blast Corps, Perfect Dark, <laughs> Geforce Gemini, <laughs> or Wave Race 64? <laughs> I know the answer. Wasn't made by Rare, yes. and that's for one point. Yes, I, I know the answer. I Blast. do also believe I know the answer. Can you repeat what was the first yeah, yeah, game we mentioned there? Uh, Blast Corps, Perfect Dark, Jet Force, and Wave Race. Okay. Uh, okay, uh, since we did a special on Rare last yeah. episode, I think we all know this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Wave, Wave Racer. Race. Yeah. Correct. I don't know who it was. I thought it was a pure Nintendo, correct? Game? No, 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 it's not. It's like it's a not? What do you mean? The game, as in the the company made it. It's a company. It's like Nintendo. It wasn't made by any other company. Just Nintendo. You mean Wave Race? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it was. Yeah. Okay, fair. Um, <coughs> so after Rare was bought by Microsoft to develop games for the Xbox, what was the first game they developed for the Xbox 360? That's for two points. Um, two points. Shit. Xbox 360. Xbox 360, the first game Rare developed the, uh, for okay, the console. Okay, okay. You know what? Mm, no. no. I have one no, game in no, mind. No, no, no. Um, so you guys researched Rare? Well, he didn't research as much as I do, so <laughs> I feel like all. I should get it more yeah. correct. Uh, I do remember the first game that I recognized, and I skimmed through like, the massive gameography mm-hmm. 
the first title that stood out as like, okay, this is a new thing for this console. I have one game in mind, but that mm-hmm. might not have been the first game they made. Mm-hmm. So, um, how do you want to do this? <laughs> like him, he answers first because it's less. <laughs> I certain. don't. No, Whatever. I don't. Because like if I say it now, he might just copy me, right? <laughs> well, if you, no, if you say it now, you get the points. He doesn't. Okay. Okay. In this Are you? I don't really have an answer to this. Okay. So. Okay. I'm gonna go uh, Vivo Pinata. It is not. It is Cameo Elements of Power. <laughs> Do you remember that? What the hell a, is that? It was a platformer. Well, that's why it was for two points. I actually got it. <laughs> you got it? Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. It was really? A, it was an average platformer. It was like in the likes of Banjo Kanzili. Wow. So, we've um, talked about it before, but by the numbers of units sold worldwide, right, and including handheld consoles, okay. Which is the most successful console of all time? That's Wait, what? So isn't the same Mul- kind is of question? Is it a mul- multiple asked? choice question? No, you asked no. about like the price of Sega and stuff, didn't you? Okay. No, no I asked for didn't. price. You asked for success. So I'm, right. I'm talking okay. about Copy the sold. most successful, right? Okay. In in, in terms of uh, number, not right, not okay. but not money made, but like units sold. Right. right. Sure. And that's including the handhelds as sure. well. Sure. Okay. And that's for one point. Yeah. Multiple choice, or you just have no, to choose. No, oh, you have to choose. Including, uh, so like including handheld, so it's not one console then. Like you mean like Nintendo versus Sony PlayStation? No, no, no. It could, it could, what I mean is, it could be the Game Boy, 3DS, Game Boy Advance, or it could be the PlayStation, or it could be the uh, Xbox. Uh, okay, I'm just like putting everything, okay. all the consoles. Let's but think about it. This they is how already revealed that handheldless part the of the N64 and GameCube weren't successful. In terms of he sales, was, he was saying that, and also, I also know surprisingly that it, the like surprising to me that the 3DS has been a massively popular handheld l- device. Let me say that just to not. The only reason I'm putting handhelds and consoles together is is, is that's why Wikipedia has its list yeah. of most successful consoles. Okay, we just treat them as one, right. basically. Okay, well, I've I've got an answer. I have to one this. answer as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Just a gentleman's agreement. I'm not going to change my mind I'm depending on what you say. So you, you so go. I'm going to see, say the PS2. I'm going 3DS. Interesting. It is the PS2. Yes! Come on! So you're leading by one point. Come on! <laughs> I knew the PS2. And Every um, bastard had a PS2. Every yeah, loser. surprisingly high. H- how much higher than the second one in the list? Well, Wait, out of curiosity. I'll, I'll, I'll okay. give you the <laughs> more, qu- more questions. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. The second question is, by how many units? And that's a multiple question. But he, multiple choice question, what, okay. The PS2 versus... It's like the second what? place no, no. The second place on the like most okay. sold. Okay. No, no, right. the question is, it is the PlayStation ah, okay. 2. Yes, yeah, sure. Now, by how, like, how many units does it actually sell? The PlayStation okay. 2. 66 million? 80 million? 155 or 240 where would you put it in terms of units sold can you repeat <laughs> thinking the, thinking can it's you repeat like, them please keep thinking like it's the higher it's like the most successful it's yeah. ever been can you repeat 66 it? million right 80 yeah 155 yeah and 240 okay i've got my answer yeah me too i'm gonna go with the 80 whatever it was like 80 80 million units yeah. 155 
It is 155. Oh, come yeah. on! Leading by 2-0. Two two <laughs> I believe it's 3-1, to I, be specific. I, you cunt. I, yeah. I, I think it's 3-1. It's, it's I don't um, even count I draws, mate. I your question, though. I think it's the 3DS that was, like, second. Yeah. Or the Wii. No way. Should I quickly check that out? Sure. Or should I give you the second, the other question first? Carry on. <laughs> Come on. He's upset. <laughs> He's upset. <laughs> He's too behind. I'll carry on. Just to avoid, avoid <laughs> the silence. I'm on fire. So that's like a more of a... <laughs> so between Sony, Microsoft and Nintendo, right. who would you fuck, marry or kill? Who? You know, this, this is... What is this even a question? Who would you fuck? Marry, marry or kill. You have to fuck one, marry one, kill one. So you've Go. decided. So oh, I'm okay. thinking of you. It's it's like a let's think of it as a bonus point. It's just a single point. Sony, so, PlayStation, or both. Uh, Sony, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, and Nintendo. Microsoft. Right. You know the the, the typical yeah, the kind of thing. But um, yeah, I'd like to hear your opinions on it. Fuck, marry, and kill. Fuck, marry, kill. Right? Yeah. What? Fuck, marry, kill. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the three things. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. I would I'll, I'll, rather. You go right. first. Uh, you go ahead. Okay, I would marry Nintendo mm-hmm. because, like, I love them. <laughs> like, I'm loyal. <laughs> Sorry, I, true. I would uh, fuck Sony because it's more exotic, and I would kill Microsoft. That is correct, my friend. And it's the same. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say the same. Uh, genuinely he was going to say the same okay this is, a, this is a dilemma like he's leading give me the point don't give him the point what I was going to mm. say the same thing yeah but hold on I want to see I want to hear why because Microsoft because his uh, reasoning Microsoft, was uh, pretty I, oh yeah on. he didn't he didn't listen to my reasoning did he no, repeat no, my reasoning then if mm. you got it right well for to me Microsoft is like nothing to me so <laughs> I want to kill them like I have no emotion towards them Nintendo is always just giving me everything <laughs> and I've and I've never given anything back. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so marriage. <laughs> and Sony just gives me my urges. Oh, it's I mean, it's surprisingly you both answered the same way. Okay. And I'm I'm very surprised because I I, fuck Sony. I, I They're ha- like red hot short skirt. Yeah. They're there. I ha- so I had <laughs> I had marry Nintendo because Nintendo is always there for you, right? Yeah. Kill Microsoft because of Windows Millennium Edition and Windows Vista. <laughs> and and the Kinect <laughs> and the Kinect and fuck Sony because it's the hot Japanese chick. Yeah, right. Uh, Sound uh, reasoning. Sound reasoning. So I right. think I think you both get the point. Yeah. So still two points ahead for Phil. So it's two for Ola, four for Phil. Um. All right. So for which game? Okay. Did Peter Molino <laughs> yes. promised the mechanic of planting acorns right in the wild? And then going back to them and finding a full-blown tree. That's like a famous statement that he did that never made it into the game. Instantly, I have one game in mind. I'm not going to elaborate on like Planting I can't, acorns. I'm not able yeah. to elaborate on this too much. I do have a game in mind that I'm pretty sure is a patrimonial game. He was going on in E3 and like talking about yeah. that. And, you know, hype levels get in. And then it turned out it was so difficult to implement that all the developers in in Lionhead hated him for actually saying it. Yeah. Uh, I. You want to go first? No, no, no. I, I, all I'm going to do is pluck a game out of my head, but it's not worth it. Yeah, you, I, know, you, you I, know, I know acorns are not going to be in this game, so I'm not even going to say it. No, you go I first. Have no anyway. answer. I have no answer. No answer. Okay, I'll go black and white. 
Is it black and white? It is not, no. Oh, thank so fuck. no points. No, it's uh, Fable 2. Oh, wow. fucking Fable. I was going to say Fable. Fable. I really enjoyed Fable. Shit. It I just thought whole, it uh, wouldn't happen. Like, in Fable, I don't do even it's, remember it's getting acorns or anything like that. You know? Well, he promised about them. But, you oh. know, you could... You could influence the What a boring promise, by the way. Like, how yeah. is that exciting in any way? It's exciting, like, in mechanics. And you can do so many... You can have, It was... Back then, it was really hot to yeah. have, like, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, a feedback from your gameplay. Yeah, sure. So, no one gets the point. <laughs> Are we out of wine? No, we're not. Uh, we're no. fine. I got so, some uh, wine is fine. I have an easy one for you sorry, guys. Sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. The loose rest to have a shot of Aquavit. What? The Norwegian Jesus. spirit of choice, which I have on the shelf right oh, we here. We have that. I have that. So, yeah. Carry on. Um, easy one. What's the name of the AI character in Halo? Oh, I know the game. I, I know hell. the answer. Inst- really? Is it, okay. I know the answer instantly. Do you not? Phil? I don't like Halo. Okay. It's then fine. You, could still, you should still know the... Well, then he has to answer first, and I'm going to... I know 100% the answer. Uh, you can say don't know. It's fine. I I don't. Okay. Cortana. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, that's never going to happen. So one point nine. Really? Happen. It's even like Microsoft's AI. Nah, no. And Windows 10, yeah. It's called Cortana in Windows 10 as well. Nah, no. Mm. Nothing. So in, the, in which case, you're not going to answer the, the other question. Oh, Carol, Jesus. Which is... Another Halo-based question, unfortunately. <laughs> I might not know. Uh, what is the purpose of the Halo structures in the game? You know, the, you know, the Halo well, mega the structures. The, you know, those uh, round yeah, yeah. Uh, rings that you find in, in space. <laughs> no? I'm going to make a guess. Okay. You guys never played Halo, have you? No, not really. No. Not even the first one. Mm, no, mm, not really. I'm okay. going to say something that's quite sci-fi lame. Yeah, go for it. Okay, I was going to say, like, they're, like, hyperspace modules. Like a gateway to hyperspace. Okay, so you're going, like full, you're going full Stargate. Yeah, yeah, Stargate. I, I like it, <laughs> but it's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And it's what fine. Got? I don't have anything, so, like, zero points. Um, it's, it's, like, it's like a super weapon. Okay. What is it, what is it then? A it's super, like a super weapon. weapon. Yeah, it's like As a weapon what? of mass destruction that's to... A circle. What is a weapon of mass destruction? To um, eliminate all... Um, <laughs> life in the galaxy how? i thought i thought you'd how? go for the stupid uh, uh how's it sci-fi explanation i don't know it just it's a circle it, but it's like massive it's like actually a building yeah it's a ring it's actually what do you mean how it's science fiction yeah well fine i won't ask <laughs> any more questions no, yeah I don't just absorb it like a drone <laughs> just christ and knowledge that so doesn't make sense first halo was actually a good game it revolution- I played the multiplayer a little bit. Revolutionized FPS after GoldenEye. That's the one that, that is the one that introduced dual thumbsticks for the for the console. True. Revolutionized uh, FPS on the console. Yeah, yeah. Not well, FPS. Du- dual uh, thumbsticks, though. Oh, that okay. was, um, and it's considered a pretty good game. Yeah, yeah by all means. Um, then I completely lost interest for the same reason I lose interest. It just became. You don't like killing people. Uh, <laughs> li- it's like I grew up and I found it silly, yeah. basically. Um, so what's the score now? 4-3 Yeah, you're leading by one point Leading by one <laughs> point so Precious point Which is the best selling game of all time, guys? It's a multiple choice mm-hmm. Right Is it Minecraft? Is it Tetris? 
Is it Grand Theft Auto Five, mm-hmm. or is it Wii Sports? That's a one point. Oh, he's, he's done a good mix, isn't he? So here's, here's a very good thing. mix. Wii Sports is bundled with the fucking V. Oh, so <sighs> I would I would say it's a trick question. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm gonna go Wii Sports because it's bundled with a V. <laughs> okay, I'm not I'm not gonna do that because I think because it's free. Should I give them? You don't sell it. Should I give them to it's you again? It's just part of it. Uh, I reckon it. it would still count. Uh, I'm going to hey, go... Careful on your hints. I'm just going to... Uh, <laughs> so what are the other ones? I'm going to go... No, no, no. I, I know my own instincts. Okay. Tetris. Tetris. It is Tetris. Yeah! Come on! Fuck. <laughs> 170 million. All four games are quite high. So, sorry. Like, so... Buying Tetris, it's a game that is free by virtue. Like, it's, not, it's not free. I never... I played a lot of Tetris. <laughs> never paid for it. I think... Never I, pirated it, as far as I know. <laughs> I think the reasoning is that it's been around for ages and people still play it. So it keeps selling units. Okay. It might be very, very cheap, but it's still selling units. And I suppose Tetris Fine. came out in like... But it's surprisingly... Yeah, like seven, early 80s, late 70s early, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But the thing is that Minecraft is surprisingly high on that list. So but the Wii Sports is also very high yeah, all, because all, it is bundled with... The, I mean, all of them is all of them are... Minecraft can't be up high there. up on that list compared it to is, others. It is, man. It is. Really? It's fucking insane. More <laughs> me being ignorant <laughs> towards Minecraft yet again. <laughs> oh, well. I'm going to shut up now. Next question, please. <laughs> all right. Which is the most successful game to movie adaptation of all time? We've talked about this. I expect you to get it. Hold on. That was a point for Phil, right? In terms yes, of box office yes. revenue. In, in terms of revenue alone. Game movie. Game. Sorry. Game to movie. So um, it's a movie. I've got one. Okay. You go first. You're leading. So. Game to movie. Uh, I, I'll let you go first. For this okay. One. Um. I know it's not Tomb Raider. I know it's either Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, or uh, World of Warcraft, and I'm going to go Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. I agree. Prince of Persia. It's Warcraft, guys. Oh, fuck. Really? Really? Shit. Yeah, Prince of Persia was second. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, I know it was high. I know it was high, yeah. No one got it, so it's fine. Hmm. Damn. So this is a difficult question for two points coming up. Two points, okay. Very, oh, very yeah, intriguing yeah, yeah. for me. This Need is going to be a li- make like or break <laughs> it for me. How many questions left, by the way? We're running like low on questions now, aren't Should we? I tell you how many points left? Uh, yeah, okay, sure. There's a few. Yeah. There's 10 points left. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. Left. okay. It's still, okay. still up in here. You're only leading by oh, two, yeah, so yeah. stuff this can happen. One, I, I think from, I qualified as a difficult question. Okay. Which is, give me all the Game Boy models in order. Okay, let's do Chronological the- order by release. By release, thing. Okay, also, let me, let me tell you that... All the game... So, all the variations of the 3DS. Let me tell you... No, the DS isn't the Game Boy. Why? Is it not? It's so, is it all the way that stops the Game Boy Advance, then? It's not called the Game Boy. It's called the 3DS. Okay. But let me let me okay, tell you. I'm let me be privately think let, about. Let this me help you by giving you how many how many there are. Yeah. Okay. Right. One, two, three, four, five, there's six. There's six. Six. Six Game Boys. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to start and then you can pick up? Yeah. Because <laughs> maybe like I don't know. How <laughs> I, don't, I don't take it too seriously. I mean, ideal, ideally, but gentlemen's should... agreement. Don't get influenced by what I'm saying, sure, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, sure, I can yeah. start as long okay. as you promise not to like take no, on no, it. No, no, I'll be. Okay, truthful. the very first one is called Game Boy. Yeah. Game Boy Pocket. 
Yes. Game Boy Color. Yes. Game Boy Advance. Yes. Game Boy SP. Yes. Then I'm out. So that's all correct. You're missing one. And now, Phil's going to get it, right? But it would be unfair. No, no, because I like, was yeah, because like, how can... Like, he got all, the, all of them. In correct order. Did you Game Boy Color? Yes, I did Game Boy Color. Of course you did. You did the pocket. Dude. Did, I think it's going to be the Game Boy... I think Boy. it disqualified. Yeah. Well, how am I? But yeah, because like... I was going to say you, the Game you, Boy DS. It's not called Game Boy DS. It's called Nintendo DS. Yeah, and I even hinted that. Yeah, no, so like, I thought that was the 3DS, dude, not just, the DS. Just stop the so, question. Like so the, zero so points. 3DS is a sequel to DS, but mm-hmm. they're not Game Boys. The DSs. So go on. What was it? Thing go is on. that you're missing. Well, I'm gonna give you one point for that, but you because you've surprisingly found everything. But you guys missed the last one, which is a weird one. It's the Game Boy Micro. Never nah. heard of it. You never, never heard of it. It's like never it's like it. the fucking tiny one. All right, one point for Ola. So it fills up one point still. It's five to four. Interesting. All right. <coughs> right. I'm really glad you didn't get any points there, Phil, as you say. Well, I was <laughs> going to say the same as you, but apparently I get one point. They don't yeah, get a point the thing, for like, that. That's the thing. Maybe we should have that's to like write, write it down, down. So, like, to sort of prove that like we didn't get influenced yeah. by each other because I feel I do want to trust you, Phil. But you're competitive. You don't trust me. Hey, no. that, was, that, was a, that was a cheeky question as well. We should have run it. It's the only one like this. Okay, right. good. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Another difficult question. <laughs> for two points or one point? It's potentially for three points. Wow. Three? Ooh. I can become leading by two points by answering this right if you get it wrong. <laughs> question is... Keep that in mind, Phil. <laughs> question is, name the creators of Doom. You get one point per creator. <laughs> this is not going also, to happen. Also, this is not going to happen. They're the co-founders of uh, ID Software. ID Software. It's not going to happen. Come oh, Phil's Phil answering first for sure. No, I've, I've got nothing. I don't know creators' names. Oh, then Alan, you're going to say Alan Barry. Next section: John <laughs> Furrow and <laughs> Craig <laughs> Lansbury. Okay. Actually, to be honest, I only remember one though, and I'm 100% certain about it. It's John Cormack. Yes. Two of them are like famous, like John Cormack. Yeah, the other one that I remember is the one Dangerous Dave guy. Do you want to give it another shot? You have one point already. Yeah, so this is Dangerous Dave guy, long haired, late 40s now. It's not. So, John Cormack. Oh, sorry, I only have John Cormack. So, it's John Cormack? John Romero. Yeah, that's the guy. That's the Dangerous Dave guy. And Tom Hall is the third okay, one. Okay, so we're equal now. And just to say that... Look at him! I'm very Look happy with this. I've been behind all... The, I've been behind all round, like, finally back on equal terms. Are you yelling too... Uh, is, that, is that you too loud? Or am I, I am I? way too loud. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I'm way too excited. Fuck, that's five to five, guys. Um, just to say that um, three creators of Doom, but in terms of the ID software... They made it that with Adrian Carmack, which nothing to do with John Carmack. Right. All right. Another creator space. Oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake. Fuck. Which is name the director of the first two Deus Ex games. That's for one point. Ah. Deus Ex. No? I know. Like, literally nah, no mate. idea. Nah, Jensen. Jensen. Adam Jensen. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, Colin... 
Colin McEnroe. There you go. He went on to do uh, the Epic Mickey games. <laughs> that is not a hint. Nah. <laughs> yeah, mate, Sorry, man. Uh, it's Warren Spector. Did oh, name does name yeah, okay, ring a bell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've seen fucking YouTube videos of him playing Deus Ex recently, right? I'm getting weird flips of the audio from left to right. Anyway. It's a connection, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Nothing so that was that was Warren Spector. Yeah. All right. Which famous strategy franchise Ooh. is usually credited to Sid Meier? I've got that one. Yeah. Civilization. Yes. Well. Zero points. That's correct. Hey, I'm just giving you one to one. Um, oh. I right, get this. <laughs> Which of the following isn't a LucasArts game? Oh, oh good. Uh, we'll, we'll do that. Nice. The Dig. Sam and Max Hit the Road. Mm-hmm. Manic Mansion. Mm-hmm. And Broken Sword. I know the answer. 100%. I bet you do. I'm, I'll you? say it first because... Yeah, you say Mine's first. more a guess. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? I fucking hope it's right or I'm <laughs> fucked. Uh, I'm going to say it's... Broken Sword. Yes. Yes! yes! Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's correct. Oh, oh man, God. I thought, I thought I had you with Sam and Max. Oh, no, fucking... That's so oh, easy, man. It's like... Yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, <laughs> Hold on. There's, there's, there's more okay, for you. Cool. Oh, cool. Jesus. So, who was the director of Manic Mansion and creator of the Monkey Island games? Oh, come on. Look point. at this guy. Yeah. Red do you hot. Know, hey. Do you know, Phil? He'll be red hot. Hang on. Like, to my head. Okay, yeah. I do know it. He's red hot. Look at him. To your... Like, you should also know it because we mentioned the guy by name We've in this talking. very episode. Like, less than an hour and a half ago, we talked about him at length. Thimbleweed Park. Yeah, I'm, so I'm hinting it to you now. I'm not going to say the name out loud because nah, this point is mine. Nah, mate. My whole life I pay half attention to everyone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, Zero points, Ron Gilbert. Yep. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, this is the adventure game section. <laughs> is there any sort of fucking sound clips from Sonic? <laughs> is that coming along soon? <laughs> Are we getting that? <laughs> I could say every fucking sound effect from that game. That's the air bubble. Iconic sound of the air bubble. <laughs> <laughs> We have eight to seven. All apparently, is, all is apparently it's twisted like this. Wow. It's unbelievable. Right. So, what's the name of the company Tim Schafer created after spending 10 years at LucasArts? That's for one point. Again, I know <laughs> the answer for this, unfortunately. I don't think is it, is it a fucking point and click? Because I'm going to go mental if it's. No, a no, they, they, made the com- they, they haven't made games that are not point and click at all, actually. They made several games. They've made Psychonauts. Um, they made um, <laughs> well Psychonauts <laughs> and like a couple of Kickstarter games. It's not looking good for Phil. No, I know the answer is. Please double fine adventure. Of course. Um, Sorry, Phil. What is it? Pointing what? Double fine adventure. Nah, I was never. That's the name that. of the company. It's bullshit. Move yeah. on. Yeah. Well, it's too bad for you. Is it another because one <laughs> about point and clicks? Is it? Fucking hell. <laughs> I, I like the way you... Uh, this is a perfect... In Monkey Island 2, <laughs> what happens in scene 3, dialogue 4? I reckon you're not going to find this. Uh, there's two 
questions left. All that has. I think this one. is severely biased towards my Norwegian friend over here. Hey, yours right was now. Se- severely based on no bi- one. Biased no on one. Sound. <laughs> yours was completely random. It was a roll of a fucking dice, man. <laughs> I'll take the dice versus. Uh... So, talking about double fine production, right? Which one of the games is credited with driving interest in crowdfunding? With a successful Kickstarter campaign that raised more than three million US dollars, including like, some of my dollars, <laughs> so I know the answer. It's considered unbelievable. Right, I, I don't know. I, I don't fucking know. I don't know. Broken age. Nah. So what's I'm game over, now? man? How, how many points on the last question? Because I I'm no. leading by three now. No, no. Ola has won. I'm just gonna ask you yeah. the last question for the sakes of asking. It's uh, three, six, nine, ten, ten to seven. So Ola is leading 10 to 7. That's it. I might as well... Well, ask, ask the last question, though, just for I the sake of it. I will ask the question once I load as the, the sound. Music. Ah, this is the sound question. The yeah. one sound question. I'm, should, uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm feeling like I was fighting in a sort of archery competition when I specially trained in sword fighting. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I felt... <laughs> for a while, I was worried... I was like, fucking Phil's leading by two points, two points all the time. And then <laughs> it turned into my favorite, like my domain. Yeah, maybe a bit too much. Well, create creator heavy. I don't know who makes games. I just play them. That was only like two or three questions I got oh, correct. Oh, I mean, that was really, way more than that. I mean, yeah, but you didn't know about Sid Meier and Civilization. So you do know a little bit about yeah. And uh, you, got, you got like the, the guessing questions right. Also, the copies sold and PlayStation. And, <laughs> also, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also Warren Spector. I mean, you've been watching a YouTube video of him talking about the game recently. I don't. Ron, Ron Gilbert, we were talking about an hour yeah, ago. In I, this I don't episode. pay attention so on. You have, oh yeah. I don't pay attention to names. <laughs> yeah, so much for having a conversational Just podcast. Instinct. <laughs> One of the guys doesn't Just fucking instincts. listen to the others. It's worth. I just pay it, making I, a note of that. Instincts on red. You should talk more to me from now on, Theo, because <laughs> this guy doesn't fucking listen. You should mention what, what are you you're talking. Instincts. It's always about instincts. Instincts mm. on red hot. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got good which instincts on the will, numbers. Which will make you probably answer this question. Right, okay. Which is, which music of a game... Can you put that on YouTube, right? No, like you have some YouTube. Yeah, but which music... You theme? might have to unmute as well. I'm not sure. There's a mute button in the top left corner on the keyboard. Okay. Which music theme from a game goes with everything? Guile, Street Fighter 2. Yeah, Yvonne. this is a fucking inside joke between you two, though, and your fucking group project at fucking uni. No, no, no. It does go with everything. Yeah, it's an inside joke that you had know. from uni. Yeah, it is. We only have it because the internet community has it, though. Okay. Because I'm... there's so many videos of this playing along. Okay, fair enough. And it does go with everything, guys. Yeah, it is soothing. It's good. Okay. Um, well, that's it. That is it. Um, should we should we do live punishment of Phil drinking the Aquavit right now? Oh, can I drink as well? Yeah, I want to drink as well. <laughs> <laughs> just cool. uh, just keep talking and I'll get a bottle. Just play the music still. I'm playing I'm, the music. Talk, talk on top of it though, because I think we're less in copyright issues if we talk on top. Just carry on talking. Uh, so yeah, I'm, 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 um, I think it was pretty okay, the quiz. As in general kind of topics. Maybe the Halo ones were a bit off, but in general, eh. I had two Metal Gear Solid is this questions. It, is it? Fuck. 
Oh, Jesus. I had I had two Metal Gear questions, which I chose to get off the the quiz. Yeah. One one was uh, name the three brothers in the franchise. No idea. Mm. Never get that. Okay. Fuck! I'm trying to like configure my headphone cable so I can hear you again. Do you not hear me? No. I think Ollo's bringing me a glass. Is he playing still the Guile theme right now? Are you not listening to it? I can't hear it. I'm a bit, a bit upset about it. I need it. I think it after just goes my with loss. Everything. It goes with everything. It goes with your loss. Does it? Yeah, yeah. Are you, you're not playing it now. I'm playing. I'm, I'm watching you being a loser while listening to it, and it works perfectly. <laughs> You saying that when you lost, I didn't dig it into you like this, like a knife. I don't actually hear it. Shit.